Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. Okay, everybody. Welcome back. So, uh, quick recap. Uh, we just wrapped up a little bit of a fight out in a swamp. Uh, Kenna was having some different stuff going on in her little blurry uh -huh. world. Uh, and Lazarus had just found out that something might be coming through the door. So you were going to cast Protection from Good and Evil on... Willie. Willie? Willie, no. Okay. Just as you finish casting it on Willie, you hear that... that <laughs> as the door starts to creak ever so slightly open. Uh, and similar to last time, you watch as one of those little hands made entirely of shadow just kind of drops down the door frame and starts sliding along the wall towards the general knot of you guys. Mm. Well, I'm going to do the same thing I did before, yes. Kind of put yourself between the... Yeah, let's see if it'll take me this time. Are you putting Willie out front since he's got protection no, on, or are no. you kind of keeping guess, him behind, I too? I guess he's kind of with me. Kind of, I'm kind of trying to gauge what it's doing and changing sure. the scenario a bit. Yeah, that seems fair. So it starts... It's coming towards both you and the children. Um, are you putting yourself directly in line, or are you kind of trying to be to the side to see if it goes for you? Like, what's your, what's your plan there? Um... Yeah, I'll kind of be pretty, like, in line with it, and then just to the side a little bit, see if it, like, veers towards me or kind of keeps going. Like. Okay, it does slowly start inching towards you. Oh. Okay. And then it's just, if I just kind of, like, follow around, is it just kind of, like... Yeah, it's kind of slowly creeping after you. You do notice, as you start trying to kind of just back away from it a little bit and kind of take it on a bit of a walk, <laughs> uh, you hear Willy kind of, uh, that... Uh, big fella over there, oh. and, and you notice a second hand starts to kind of seep down the wall. Is it also coming for me? Mm, based on general angle, I'd say yes, but you can't be sure yet. It's still coming down the wall. Alright. This thing said feed. I don't feel like being felt on, being fed on yet, but I am kind of interested what's past the door. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do I? I'm gonna let the dice decide this one. Alright. Okay. One and two, I'm gonna do something. Three or four, I'm gonna do something else. What are you gonna do with them? Are they I've gotta figure it out first. Oh, fuck. He's going to die. He's <laughs> doing the more dangerous of the two options. Yep. <laughs> you gonna die. Yeah, alright. Well, it doesn't look like he's going to be able to delay this one any longer. And he's going... I'm going to try and step behind, like, like on the wrist of one of the shadows and see what happens. Okay. So you kind of... You lean forward a little bit and you take that step out. And as soon as your foot, like, lands where the shadow is, there's no resistance at all. Your foot just starts sinking into the shadow. Into it? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess my immediate reaction is to stop singing to the shadow. Okay, <laughs> it's about up to your ankle. As you go to pull back, it doesn't come back. It's like it's it's like it's in concrete. Mm, uh 
<laughs> it's also ever so slightly starting to drag you towards the door now, now that your one foot is locked in the shadow. Alright, so that explains. But it's not like I've been pulled instantly. Nope, no, it's just slowly starting to inch you that direction. Especially because you still got one good foot to plant, so you're kind of resisting. Yeah. Alright, well, I'll resist. What's the second hand doing? Uh, still slowly creeping down towards you. It's just hit the corner of the floor and is starting to come out towards you. Alright. Uh, how far away from my door? Uh... If you don't include the distance up the wall, easily a good 15 feet. Okay, it's only a decent way to wait, huh? Alright, so stepping on it did that. <laughs> um, Like, if I continue to struggle, do I keep sinking in a bit? Or does it just drag me by my ankle now? As long as you don't push any more into it, you seem to stay at a static amount of sunk into it, but you're using all your weight to... Because okay. you're basically having balance <laughs> on one foot. There's no solidness under your other foot. Uh, Willie, can you come here quickly and see if if you put your foot near it with his protection, if it does anything? Because, like, I obviously can't. Yeah. You know. He, um... I'm not gonna lie, he looks at you like you're maybe a little crazy, but Willie seems like a good man, and he kind of, uh, reckon I could, <laughs> and he just starts kind of like, like slowly yeah. inching toward, like, you, you can tell, he's pretty, he's pretty, uh, Yeah, that's you know. all I need is to see what it does when he comes near it with the protection. So he starts kind of inching his, like, he's trying to, he's trying to do the whole, like, where he's got, like, he's, like, kind of half on the ground, and he's, like, just trying to get one foot close to it, like, trying to be as away as possible. Um, as his foot gets closer to it, you notice it just kind of, the shadow just kind of bends around okay. his foot, but maintains its connection. That's what happened when Lazarus protected himself the first time. Yeah, it, very similar in how it just kind of bent around you and kept going. Mm. All right, well, I, I just whipped out a holy water flask out of my bag, and I just dump it on my foot that's in the shadow. Okay, <laughs> so you pull out the holy water, you dump it onto the foot. Uh, there's no sound, but you do notice as the water hits the shadow, it kind of just degrades and kind of, uh, what's the word? Like, looks like it almost decays away. Um, giving you enough room to pull your foot out. Um, but the hand itself is still there, and it's still, both hands are still trying to angle their way towards you. Can I use more holy water, like, around the rim of the door? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, if you want to go up there yeah, and I'm just try to... Just like, nope, I'm just gonna... Okay, uh, do uh, an attack roll just to see how well you splash the door. Alright, what am I adding to one. it? You splash Willy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry. What am I adding to it? Uh, just just like you would if you were doing like a throw. Alright, well, I have proficiency in it. So I suppose 18. Okay. Yeah, you feel like you, you kind of spray it up there and you get more or less that whole bottom part of the, you just kind of do a sideways fling of the water. Uh, as it hits the shadow, it breaks up and dissipates, and you notice if you you manage to sever both connections, uh, and the shadow in the room just kind of drop, they just disappear, they dissipate. So, like, I severed it, and they just kind of flip that Yeah, way. and they kind of just disappear. But the door remains open. Oh, it's open? How yeah. How much? Uh, just, just that little bit, like, less than an inch. 
But right now, nothing's coming down through the door frame, but the door is still open. Alright. I'm gonna walk up to the door. Okay. I'm not on that one. I'm gonna call out, May this one speak to the master of the house. See if I get anything. You call out to the door, but only silence greets you back. <laughs> you just push the door closed. Okay, yeah. you push the door closed and you hear the latch kind of snap back into place. And then I just start listening again because I'm assuming it's going to try again. There, you press your ear against the door, but you don't hear anything right now. It seems quiet on the other All end. Alright, I survived two for two. How much holy water do you have? I have one holy water flask left. That's it. Oof. And yeah. using the holy water flask also means I can't cast the spell now. That's true. Oh. But better to have than to not. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let us take a moment and step back to the giant ape and his friend Dis. <laughs> uh, so you guys have just ripped your way free of all these vines. Uh, Nim... Uh, what do you do now? You're kind of still in the swamp, but you've ripped all the vines off. You've still got your shapeshift for the time being. Um, so question. There are the three corpses as well in the water. I don't know if I want to be digging around and find water. Well, I mean, you're a giant ape. That'd be pretty tough for you anyway. It's probably more a question for Dis if he wants to dig through the bodies. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that seems fair. Uh, so go ahead, uh, do a perception check. How much time are you willing to spend Not here? much. Not a huge amount. I'm still worried about other shit coming out of the water. So. Okay. Uh, would be 24. Okay. Just a quick search. Uh, so you dig through the bodies. Um, you're not sure if just these bodies just haven't been around as long or what the deal is, but they just don't have as much on them. Uh, but you do recover 50 silver. Oh, okay. Score. I'll, um, in the meantime, down. I assume there's an impatient ape standing above you. <laughs> I don't know how much... Lo- your polymorph lasts, what, an hour? Yeah. Um, so I if I was to drop polymorph, what are the chances that I can land on my stilts? It, when you drop polymorph as a conscious decision, I feel like you have a fair amount of control over where your body ends up. If, if you drop randomly due to damage, I'd be a little more difficult about it, but if you're ending the spell willingly, I, I feel like you can put yourself wherever you need to be. Okay. Well, so, so I have a quick question because I forgot to ask, man. They've all had a long rest, but Lazarus isn't getting that in I prison. haven't had a long rest. Correct. Neither is Kenna. Yeah. Okay. I am uh, getting short on stuff. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so that's what you find from the bodies. Uh, Dis and Nim, I guess, balls in your court. Look at Nim. Are you going to say, giant ape? Do you want to move that way? Uh, well, I guess I can't talk. Ooh, 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 ooh. And then I'm just going to drop giant ape. <laughs> <laughs> I understand completely. Oh. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea. We should move towards the... Oh, you're unshifting. <laughs> I knew that's what you wanted. Uh, All right, so Nim, you're on your stilts. Uh, There is a void here now where there's kind of no vines, because as you were ripping them all off, I assume you were just chucking them away from you guys. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I guess you guys are ready to continue if you so choose. Yeah, probably move a little bit farther away from the water, but... 
Still towards where you were going? Yeah, still towards where we're going. Okay, uh, it really doesn't take you much forward movement at all to realize that you're coming to the edge of some sort of embankment. Uh, you can also see just a little bit more of the house through the fog as well. It makes it just a little bit more visible. Whatever it is, it, it feels pretty large. It's a decent-sized property. Uh, but yeah, you guys can see the edge of the embankment. You're you're at the edge of the swamp land. You guys just continue in to the, the house? Okay, so you guys move up the ridge, uh, and you come to a place where you can at least see a little bit more of the house, or at least enough to kind of identify it. Its style is not dissimilar from the priest's house. It's got a very simple, like, wooden uh, patio on the front, but this is a bigger and more well-put-together house, it seems like. The wood is a little bit better treated. It seems to have lasted in the fog a little better. Um... One thing that you do notice is this building is definitely not devoid of vines, like the priest's house was. This has been thoroughly claimed um, by the vines. They run in and out of the gaping holes where the windows should be. They run in and out of the front door that you can see from where you're standing. The house is at least two stories. It's a little harder to see because of the fog, but it's definitely at least two and it's fairly decently sized, probably about three or four rooms uh, to either side of the main entry, just based on the window count. Um, it's fairly large, and like I said, it's it's not rotting away, but it has been covered in vines quite extensively. This is the place, I guess. I guess so. How are we getting? Uh, is there any entrance? window or otherwise that looks like it may be not claimed by the vines? Like, is there a way in, or does it look like we have to cut it Not at the front. Um, I mean, you can only see the first ten feet of the front anyway, uh, but the stairs leading up to the porch and the doorway that you can see there is open and there are vines going in through the floor. Um, you're not sure if you'll have better luck somewhere else, but that's what you can see from where you are. We check the other side of the building. Yeah, let's do a perimeter check. Okay. Okay. Start walking. Uh, give me a perception check for each of you while you do a perimeter check. I see things. Okay. 23. Okay. 12. <laughs> okay. So, Dis, you and Nim move around the building. Um, a lot of the building seems fairly symmetrical. Like, somebody kind of... It's a fairly square-sized building and more like a plantation-style house than anything else. Uh, as you move your way around the sides, you move to the right and around that side of the building. There doesn't seem to be any access to the inside of the building on that side, short of windows, but nothing that seems clear like you would want it to be maybe to go inside. Um, as you move your way around the back, you find that there is another set of stairs. There's two of them, actually. One kind of on the close corner, and one as you make your way across on the far corner as well. Both of them are covered in vines, and they lead up to a patio. There is a big set of double-style doors in the back. Uh, they are also, like, they've also been breached by vines, but because it's a double door, it's a little less claustrophobic. It may prove to be a decent place to go through. It's a little hard to tell from the grass, because you haven't actually gone up onto the porch yet. Uh, Dis, while you're, uh, or Nim, sorry, when you're moving around with this, you do notice that back door. Somebody's tried to get in through the back door at some point. You can see a decomposing body under some of the vines at that back door that seems to still have some clothing and a small satchel on it. 
Uh, somebody must have either tried to get in or out at some point, and the vines claimed them, but you can see the remnants of their body in here. Uh, you can continue around to the other side if you want, or you can try to go in from where you are. It's up to you. I just won't take you all the way around unless you want to. I see the body through there. Uh, Nim sees it because he's lower and he's kind of seeing through the slats of the of the porch. Um, I I kind of want to check the pouch out. Is it accessible at all? I uh, if you were careful and moved some of the vines out of the way, it seems like it would be accessible. Yeah, I guess like a mage hand. Like you want to do it from the grass, then come from kind of where you are. Yeah. Okay. Um, I assume you tell this. Yeah, I tell this. There's a body. Just there's a body up there. Um, there's like a pouch with it. I'm gonna see if I can see what's in the pouch. Sounds like a good idea. I'll be ready. I have my weapon. That's okay. You're like I'll be ready. He's just holding the weapon. <laughs> uh, so Nim, you cast mage hand. However, you want to do that. Magic grabby thing! <laughs> okay, you begin gingerly moving the vines and kind of pulling the the pouch out. It, it seems pretty easy. Your mage hand doesn't really seem to trigger any sort of response from the vines. Uh, probably just it doesn't seem alive enough would, mm-hmm. would be maybe your best guess. Uh, but yeah, you start pulling the pouch out a little bit. Uh, and as you do, you find that the material seems quite old and damaged. And as you kind of pull on it, you do feel it start to rip a little bit. Um, but you pull it out enough that it's accessible. Okay. Can I see what's in the pouch? Uh, no, you'd have to, you'd have to either pull the pouch out completely or use the mage hand to open it and just pull out whatever's inside. I'll use the mage hand to kind of open it and see what's inside. Okay. So object by object or whatever. Yeah, you can feel them through the hand, I think is what we figured out, wasn't it? You have a small amount of tactile feedback through it, otherwise you really wouldn't be able to tell what you're doing. Doesn't really say. Just says I can control the hand. I feel like object, open a door, container. Yeah, so I I feel like you have to have at least a little tactile feedback through it. Otherwise, like I mean, you ever tried opening a door with your hand completely numb? Like that's not gonna work. (laughs) Well, it says you can pour the contents out of a vial. So you gotta have a certain amount of dexterity, or else you just smash the vial with it or something. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you dig around, and you start... The mage hand can only carry a certain amount of weight, but there's not a whole lot in the pouch. You kind of grab a handful and pull away and kind of levitate it over to you. Uh, inside, there are five copper coins. Somebody wasn't super well off. Uh, and there's another slip of heavily damaged paper. Nice. Found more paper, Dis. says... I'm going to confront him today. This madness must end. Doesn't look like he confronted him. <laughs> no, it looks like he was on the way and then vines, you know. As happens. I wonder if it was still about Lance. <coughs> Maybe that's why Lance got the hell out of Dodge. Could be. Saw a priest coming for him and he was like, I ain't about that life. <laughs> it's the priest general. Okay. Yeah, but I matched the last one with his handwriting. Which pulled a piece of paper off of a non-priest guy before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Was there anything else in there? Uh, just this copper. 
Do, do we need it or can Copper? I... Who uses that? Yeah, I know. Oh it's basically useless. Let's throw it away, man. <laughs> I'll just use the mage to chuck the copper. He'll <laughs> sully our reputation if somebody sees us with that. <laughs> Yes, okay. that. <laughs> you toss the copper into the vines. They just like go away. <laughs> the co- the, yeah, the vines. Just, they just wanted money the whole time. I hope there was like a bunch of protective religious symbols carved into all those coins. You just toss them. Yep. Vines just explode. <laughs> <laughs> the vines just explode. Nope. So yeah, you've uh, you've chucked the money. You've got your piece of paper. Uh, you still haven't checked the other side of the house. Um, but you also do have a, a decent-sized door back here that might work. You've got some options. Continue the perimeter check. Yeah, I think so. This might be the best door, though, so we'll remember that if we have to come back. Makes sense. Yes, continue around the uh, other side of the building. Sure. Uh, so you continue around the other side, uh, and there's there's two items of note on the other side of the building. Uh, the first is that the porch doesn't continue along this side. Um, it, it only wraps around three sides of the building. Uh, this side of the building just has, you know, simple wooden siding to it. But you do notice there is a set of fairly rickety looking, but, you know, nonetheless, stairs that lead up to a door on the second level. Um, some sort of just second floor access. There's also a small door just underneath those stairs that seems to lead inside as well. Um, just based on the size and the fact that it's not very fancy, it kind of strikes you as like a servant quarters type door. Um, it lays open, uh, and obviously there are vines moving through it. There are vines through the stairs as well, leading up to the second level, but that door seems closed. Hmm. <clears throat> okay, what do you think? We go in the store, we go in the other one. There's two doors here. I mean, do we go in through these two doors, or do we go into the one we found before? Because the one we found before was, like, the same. It was open, but it had vines growing along the bottom. Yeah, it just, because it was a double door, it just wasn't as claustrophobic to go through. I think we go back to the double door. I think that makes sense. Head back around to the back. Okay, so you guys move back around. There are two uh, entrances onto the porch. There's one on kind of either side of the building, and then those go up to the door in the middle. Uh, either looks about equal to you without any kind of more detail check. You can if you want to. I'm just telling you, passive perception-wise, they look the same. Well, I'm the most passively perceptive, so... <laughs> uh, I'll just go up the closer one to the side we were on. Actually, this is, I think. Isn't your passive perception 16, this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Nim's joking. is 12. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I see. I see Nim going up there, though. I just follow him. It's like, he knows where he's going. He's very perceptive. <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like this. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, he's got this. Uh, okay, you guys are up on the porch, uh, and you start moving your way towards the double doors. Um, anything you're looking for, anything you're trying to, what, what are you thinking and what are you looking for as you're walking towards this door? I'm looking for signs of like a central, uh, spawning point for the vines or something, like some play, is something they're going for in here, if there's anything specific or it's just kind of everything. Okay. Like it has been for the other buildings, um, also looking for anything out of place compared to the other buildings we've been in so far. Things that are strange as we go in, more so with like just the quality of the building, I guess, or the things that have been left around. Okay. Uh, do an investigation check. Uh, Nim, what are you looking for? Uh, I'm looking for scraps of paper, pouches, books, 
The usual. Okay. Uh, go ahead. You can do investigation too. Nine. Okay. Uh, nineteen passive. Okay. So. Go oh, passive. Investigation? Yeah. Eleven. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. <laughs> uh, so dis from your end, I. You're, you're not a huge pro as far as it comes to buildings and such. Uh, it looks like a building. It seems to be put together about as well as the other buildings. It's bigger. Uh, you assume that must involve some sort of money difference, if nothing else. Um, <laughs> as you're kind of walking up, you're, you're checking on the vines, but they really do seem to kind of be... It, it's impossible the way that the vines are to tell if they're coming or going from the building because, of course, they're just a vine. Uh, that being said, they're either coming or going out of every door and every window on the building so far, except that door upstairs uh, on the outside. Uh, everywhere else seems about the same. You're not sure what that tells you in terms of if this is a source or a destination, but nevertheless, it's been heavily encroached one way or the other. Uh, dis from, or uh, Nim, from your perspective, no extra pouches or books, at least out here on the patio. Um, you guys have just kind of arrived at the double doors, but nothing that's really grabbed your attention so far. Um, the only thing you would say is you're not 100% sure if this, if this building ever had religious symbols on it, like the priest's house. The windows have all been blown out, so that kind of, you're not really able to tell that. But there doesn't seem to be anything carved on the doors, as far as you can tell. I mean, they're more or less intact, and you, you definitely don't see that level of, uh, carving. They're nice doors. They're fairly ornate, but nothing that looks like a religious symbol carved on them. I want to Sparta kick the door. No. <laughs> the doors are open. I know. I want to Sparta kick it closed <laughs> to the wall. This is how we enter buildings now. <laughs> how thick could that wall be? <laughs> this is old school construction. That's right. It's got to be, what, a stud every 18 feet? <laughs> this is Sparta. Okay. Uh, you guys stand at the double doors. I guess head in. Walk okay. through the double doors. Careful. You guys step inside, and for a moment, we'll go check on Kenna. See how she's doing. In the dream world. Yes. So, Kenna, you would just... In that moment where you're kind of checking on her wounds and stuff like that, everything blurs again. Okay. Uh, and you find yourself in a different environment again. You've moved away from the town, it seems like. You're suddenly on a road. It seems fairly poorly maintained. Not a lot of not a lot of uh, gravel or anything like that to kind of give it a bit of a longer life. It really just looks like a wagon trail, if nothing else. Um, you see the girl out there. She's just walking this path by herself. Um, and in the distance, just, just at the edge of the blurriness that your vision has, but much further than the fog would have let you see, you notice an old man moving towards her, pulling a, a cart of some kind. Not a big one, he's pulling it himself. But just, just a little cart is being pulled along this road towards her. They're about maybe 30 or 40 feet apart at this point. Um, and you sort of find yourself here, so you're, you're just kind of taking it all in. Does the cart look it ha like it has anything on it? Uh, it's some, it, if you had to guess, it seems like a merchant cart of some kind. He's got kind of the things hanging off of it, and there's it's covered just a little with some fabric. And it's just, it very much looks like a little, a little merchant cart to you. Okay. 
And how does uh, our friend seem today? Yeah, she's walking with her head down. She seems fairly distraught. You're not even totally sure she's seen the other person yet. Okay. Uh, can I see the warts on her? Uh, you can. They're up by her neck right now, just kind of up on the side. Okay. Uh... Mystery travel ward. Two words. Um, is there a cut or anything? Uh, no, she seems fine for the time being. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I'll get close to her. Okay. Um, as you move to bridge the distance between you and her, you notice the merchant is also moving towards her. Um, by the time that you kind of come up beside her, uh, you notice that the uh, older gentleman with the cart, the, the merchant cart, is only about ten feet away. Um, and as you catch up with her, he sort of raises his hand towards her and clear as a bell. You hear, well, don't just stand there. Come closer, my dears. Come see my wares. You said my dears? My dears. He sees me. Perhaps. I wave at him. He sort of kind of looks, come on now, hurry up. I'm old. I can't come all the way to you. Okay. Despite this, he seems to still be moving forward. Um, the girl, she kind of, you do see her kind of look around a little bit, and she mumbles something under her breath. You don't quite catch all of it, but it's something along the lines of just silly old man. Okay. Um, as... Well, I guess, are you moving towards? She is. I would follow her. Okay. As you do, the old man kind of moves to the side of his cart and opens a little compartment inside, showing off several knickknacks, just various little items that somebody, especially a small town person, might like a fresh pair of tongs for a blacksmith, uh, a little piece of jewelry, stuff like that. He's just got odds and ends and little knickknacks in there. Um, and as the two of you come around the cart, he's, for a brief moment, his eyes make contact with her, and then kind of through you as he turns back to the cart, but he still looks at you. He just doesn't quite hold your eye contact. Interesting. Um, compared to everybody else so far, every word he speaks, you seem to be able to hear fine. Um, there's no mumbling or distortion to them at all. He just kind of... Well, now, are you interested in a wear? They are quite fairly priced, though cursed. And then he just kind of grins to himself. What does he look like? He's kind of, um, he's an older gentleman, hair's all gone white. He has just a little swiff of a beard. Um, fairly leathery skin. He's definitely been out in the sun a lot. Okay, and can I insight what he just said? Sure. That's my ability as a ghost. Uh, Fifteen. Uh, so it's hard to get a beat on him exactly. Yeah. He seems very, a little bit flamboyant with his language. The curse comment doesn't come across to you as strictly correct. More like a joke, but okay. his eyes aren't joking. So it's a little, it's a little muddied. Hard to read. 
Um, as you're kind of thinking it over, you notice the girl is kind of, she's going through each item. She's kind of picking it up and examining it and that sort of thing. And she seems interested, but not like super into it. Uh, meanwhile, the old man is kind of, he's going through a bit of a spiel. He kind of, like, I bring items from all over. Some of them pretty, some of them functional. If you buy two, you get a free yogurt. And then he kind of, he leans in and he goes, the yogurt is also cursed. Okay. <laughs> um. Hmm. I want to say hello to him, see if he responds. When you say hello, his eyes flick to you, but he doesn't respond. Huh. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Uh, I want to look at the things on his cart. Okay. Uh, anything you're looking for in particular? Yes, but I don't know how to word it. I don't know. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, actually, I want to do an arcana check of the things on the cart. Okay. You'll only be able to get a general. Yeah. You don't have to detect magic. So really, no, all you'd be able to tell is if anything just feels funny to you. Yes, that's fine. That's or awesome. seems like anything obvious. Like, if there's something yeah. that just seems like it obviously has spell patterns drawn all over it, you'll maybe be able to pick that out, but barring anything quite that obvious. Okay. Uh, that is a 21. Okay. So, you kind of look through the items, and, and most of them are very indistinct and have that kind of dream-like quality to mm -hmm. them. Um, as you kind of notice that, you start trying to pick out the things that aren't. Um, and you realize you still are, and the cart is, but the man isn't. He seems more solid. And okay. so does one other item. But as you notice it, she seems to as well. Kind of in that same moment, the two of you are drawn to it at the same time. Uh, and she begins reaching out for this small little personal mirror. Like a little makeup, check your face type of mirror. I try to grab it. You reach for it and your hand just passes straight through it. Uh, as you do, the old man just kind of grins to the girl. Ah, I see. Something to let you see your features. Look how pretty you look in the mirror. And he kind of turns it just slightly, and you realize that you can see her reflection through it, and she would only see yours, not her own. He's angled it just enough. Does she see me? You're not sure what she sees, but whatever it is, it seems to make her happy. She begins kind of shaking in excitement a little bit. And I see her reflection. Yes. And her reflection, how does it look compared to the other times I've seen her? It's blurry and indistinct, just like her form is. Okay. Um, but you notice the because you can see her reflection, she's not smiling. She just kind of has this constant frown to her face. Even though her body language suggests that she's excited about the mirror, her face never quite smiles. Interesting. Okay. 
Hmm. Um, she does mumble something to him, but the words are, again, indistinct. Okay, I want to say to him, what did she say? And see if he repeats it back. He does, again, his eyes kind of flick to where you are, but when he talks, it, it doesn't really seem to be towards you. Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, it, it seems like maybe they are pointed at you okay. a little bit. Um, but he, he reaches out and he puts his hand on the girl's shoulder, and you just, I, I agree, my dear, young children can be so cruel, but I assure you, Nothing could look prettier than you in this mirror, my dear. Nothing at all. Um, she responds again, but whatever it is is kind of indistinct as well. And there's a, a, a set of money changes hands. It's hard to see exactly how much with how blurry things are, but some amount of money has changed hands. Okay. <laughs> um, as the money changes hands, you start to feel things waver again, like you're gonna shift what you're seeing. But as that starts to happen, you hear something like it's behind you, like something whispering back through your ear. Uh, and there's just a faint, you know, that was the last time I looked at my reflection in anything but that mirror. <laughs> Can it just start through writing notes? I have like four pages of notes from this. <laughs> to be fair, if you crept up behind something and then like said something creepy to the ear, and they just whipped out a book and started writing, that would be disconcerting. I assume the regular Kenna just memorizes these kinds of things and you doesn't know, just whip that's out the her last book. Time. You know, that's the last time I looked at myself in anything other than that mirror. terrified that I'm about to be pulled into this world where disemboweled Denise is going to try to steal my beauty. <laughs> <laughs> no. Women can be so jealous of their beauty. <laughs> they can. Okay. Um. So I'm still waving out. I hear the voice from behind me. Mm -hmm. Is the man still kind of clear though? He's dissipating as well. I want to quickly shout out and be like, oh, shoot, what do I ask? Show us your dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what Nim yells. <laughs> I just want to ask what magic was on the mirror. Okay, so you shout out yeah. what magic was on the mirror? I, the old man, for the first time since kind of the first time you saw him, he fully grips your attention. He kind of locks eye contact with you, but he doesn't say anything. He just shakes his head slowly from side to side and then disappears. Okay. Where am I now? In the ether for the time being. Well, not literally the ether, but just kind Makes of free-floating for the time being. Uh, we will jump back to uh, Lazarus. Oh, boy. 
So, you've closed the door, you've discovered what you've discovered, and you and Willie and the kids seem safe for the time being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything you'd like to do? I just don't want you to feel like you didn't have any agency, so no, no, pop no. back to you. I mean, I've kind of experimented with a few things I thought it was. Now it's just sort of survival mode, because Lazarus sons are trying to get to him. So, yeah, I suppose he's just going to buck her down with the kids and willing to be defensive for now. Okay, sounds good. Uh, Nim and Dis, then. You guys are at the double doors. What's the plan? Go in the double doors. Search for the brooch. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, you know it's a fairly big house. You know there's only two of you. What's the plan in terms of... Are, are you searching this place together? Are you guys splitting up to try to cover more ground? I What's think we the... stay together so we don't get spoon roamed out of nowhere. Yeah. And then we're going to, I think, head towards the upstairs because there wasn't as many vines up there. Okay. Okay. Uh, so you step into the house. A um, couple of things kind of right off the bat that you can kind of square away just from walking down kind of its main hallways. Uh, whoever lived here probably did pretty well for themselves. Not necessarily super wealthy, but it's it's a bigger house. It's at least at some point it was probably furnished pretty nicely. It seems like somebody did some treatment to the walls, so it's not just the bare wood. There's a little bit of care has been taken. Uh, that being said, there's almost nothing remaining of what original furniture must have been here. Uh, it's either been broken down by the vines or the damp or a combination of the two. Hard to say. You're walking through the ghost of a building at this point. It's The walls are there. The floor is there. The ceiling has begun to degrade in some places, leaving you little holes up into the upper level. Um, it, it, the building has started to degrade fairly aggressively. Um... In terms of finding your way upstairs, so when you come in through the double doors, uh, there's a large room. Not sure what its function was exactly. It's almost completely devoid of material at this point, other than vines up the walls and the ceiling. And the the whole building, it really is more vine than building at this point. Um, you come into a fairly large room. There are uh, There's a door to your right and to your left. Uh, and there's another set of double doors that leads kind of straight outwards from where you are. Uh, the fog in the building, because all the windows are open, it has permeated the building, so your visibility continues to be not quite as impacted as it was outside, but you can still only see about a good 20 feet ahead of you. Head through the double doors, I guess. That's yeah. what I was thinking, yeah. Head through the inner double doors. Okay, uh, so you guys head through the double doors. That takes you to, it looks kind of like a grand entryway, really. There's the door in front of you that you can tell leads to outside because it's open and you can kind of see out into the fog. And then on either side of you, there's kind of this nice, not quite double staircase like it was in uh, Wallace's mansion, but nevertheless, there is kind of an open area where a big spiral staircase leads up to the second level off to your right. Staircase. Sounds good. Okay. You guys begin moving up the staircase. Uh, it's fairly slow going. A lot of the boards have started to rot, and you kind of have to be particular with where you're placing your feet. Uh, but as you make it up to the second level, uh, it looks like there's kind of a, a ringed 
uh, set of uh, balcony kind of above that central entryway. Uh, and there's several doors. You can see at least two off to your left and at least one down at the end of the railing way that you're at. Um, it's a little harder to see to the other side, but you assume there must be doors over there as well. Do we just start over there? Point by left on the two doors? Yeah. One by one, these rooms? Sure. I guess we'll just start then on the... Okay. Just just these close ones then? Yeah, and then we're just gonna move around and like kinda check every door. Okay. Uh so you open that first door and it was closed, but it seems to open easily enough. There are still vines fairly all over the place. Um, but for whatever reason the doorway itself doesn't appear to have been blocked in any particular way. Um, as you push the door open, the room is almost completely empty. There is a uh, a wooden stand, uh, and on top of it is a large, not quite a coffin, but a, a pine box. Um, just sort of sitting there. So that's weird. Should we open the pine box? Or would you totally open the pine box? Okay. Uh, you guys stilt your way across the room. The box itself has a fair amount of vines growing over it, uh, which leaves you with two options, uh, at least obvious options for opening it. One would be either just reaching in between and trying to kind of open it to spite the vines, or you could maybe try removing them. You could all, I don't know, you could do even better things than that, like clever things, but those are the two obvious options that you see anyway. Mm. So, how are we opening this? <laughs> I'll try Mage Hand first. Okay. See if I can, like, creak it open a bit and just peek in and see what's inside. Okay. Uh, so, you reach in with the Mage Hand. It can lift, what, okay. 10 pounds? You start lifting it, and the, the vines don't really seem to be attached in any way that would limit the box being able to open. So you get it about an inch up before the weight of the vines starts to get to be too much for the mage hand. Okay. Um, but you can peer inside if you have a, if you have a mind to. Yep. I'll peer inside as well. Okay. So the two of you kind of move closer and stick your eyes in there. Uh, both of you have dark vision, so. Uh, as you, you look inside, there's a body in there. Some, somebody was being dressed, perhaps for, I mean, you know what the house is supposed to be for. Um, but yeah, there's a decomposing body inside. It's almost completely bones at this point. Um, but there are little remnants of, uh, bits of clothing and that kind of stuff on it still. Can you tell if there's any jewelry? Mm. Any Not through a tiny, like, inch or two gap in the door. Uh, because of how much it's lifted right now, how safe does it look like it would be if I put my hands in to, to flip it up? There are spots that your hands can go without being too close to the vines. The rest of it would just be up to how well you'd be able to lift it. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll try. Okay. I'll be trying uh, to lift it the rest of the way. Do an athletics roll. Keyword try. Keyword try. Four. Okay. Uh, you give it a, you know, you kind of get up under there and you give it a bit of a lift, but it's just, there's, there's something blocking it. It doesn't seem like the vines are blocking it, but something else is stopping you from lifting it. Do you want to check around while putting weight on it a little bit and just try to figure out what's blocking it? Sure. So you kind of, you work your way around it a little bit. Down at the foot, like where the feet of the body are, there's something, it's not lifting as high there. It's not looking as high there, so it's jammed a little bit. I want Some, to try something's to blocking it there. Uh, do I still have... 
checking to see if I... Grab over your dagger for a second. <laughs> I take it, and I want to use that to see if I can pry up. Okay. So you kind of stick it in there and give it a bit of a twist. And there is a... There's kind of a crunching, popping sound. Whoops. <laughs> but it does pop up, and you, you feel like the door's a little bit vulnerable I check the dagger. Now. Is the dagger okay? Uh, the dagger's okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Hand it back. We take back. Okay. Uh, so yeah, the second time it easily kind of lifts up out of the way and the vines just kind of retract with it as it, as it pulls up because they weren't really like holding it closed in any way. Uh, and yeah, you can see a body, uh, seems to be a little on the young side. Your rough guess would be teenager maybe just based on the size, uh, or possibly super old woman. You're not a doctor. They're short, whoever they are. <laughs> Uh, you also realize that the cracking and popping sound was at some point the cloth around the legs had gotten kind of tied up and stuck to the ceiling of the box with mm. unnamed, you know, decomposition goo. So when you twisted it, what you ended up doing was separating the leg bones from the knee. Uh, so there's just two feet kind of stuck <laughs> to the roof. Is there any jewelry in there? Uh, nothing shiny. No, not, not to your trained eye to look for shinies. I point at it, and in my head I sacrifice this to Mire. How to describe what you feel. It's kind of like you feel it activate like it normally would, but but then it just kind of fizzles out. Like, like I mean, there's there's nothing there to, to be dead. It's, mm. it's already dead. Gotcha, gotcha. Well. <laughs> On to the next room? On to the next room. Okay. Uh, as you guys turn around to head out of the room, you notice on the back of the door as you opened it, something's been stuck to the back side of the door. Uh, it looks like at some point it may have been a larger piece of paper, but most of it's degraded, and there's just, just a little piece left. Just a little bit. Paper! How wrong I was! I have seen things. Things that come from the depths of the void itself. But one thing is clear. We have to stop it. We need a sacrifice. What? The priest has gone nutty. That doesn't sound good. I think we knew he was nutty. Maybe that's why Lance failed. He was a sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because he was on a pedestal. I mean, makes yeah. sense. Wasn't it his handwriting in the children's shack? Thing? Oh, yeah, that's right, that's right. It's the one that had the lock. They say I have to... What was it again? They say I have to stop it. So they were going to sacrifice him. And then he bailed and fucked him over. <laughs> when I left, everything was fine. Totally fine. <laughs> the amount of times he had to say that made me nervous. Yeah. <laughs> it made all of us nervous. Quote, unquote, fine. Uh, while they double-check their notes, Kenna, we'll go back to you real quick. They're coming yeah. for me, they say I have to save them. <laughs> so, things change a little bit as the world becomes a little wobbly for you and you seem to shift perspective again. Um, you're back in, in this person's kitchen, or at least it seems to be the same room, but things things are different there now. Um, you notice the, the mother, the, the older woman is still shouting something 
uh, at the girl. She seems a little older now, not by much, but just a little bit older. And she's yelling. It's that same mumbled, not quite hearing the full thing, but the girl isn't paying attention. She's not really hearing the yelling. She's just continuously staring into her little mirror and kind of adjusting her hair and checking something on the side of her face. And she's just, she's just not paying attention. The woman's still screaming at her and even at one point throws a dish at her, but she's just not, not paying as much attention. Hmm. Um, as you take all that in, you hear over your shoulder again, just that things were better after that. Just the things she said to me didn't seem to matter as much. I know Kenna's dilemma. <laughs> first things first, I want to see if I can see myself in the mirror. Okay, so you kind of maneuver yourself over to that area, but no matter how you kind of try to get your face in there, the mirror's just not big enough, and she's got it fully trained on only her own face. Okay, then I want to try talking... To whoever is talking to me. Okay. What do you say? And I want to say, what did you see in the mirror? There's a long pause. Like, long enough you begin to worry that whoever it is can't necessarily hear you back. Um, but after quite a pause, very softly in your ear behind you, I saw something beautiful. And I want to say, so you finally saw yourself. She go. there's another pause. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yes, I am beautiful. I don't know if I just gave power to the monster <laughs> or not. Um, so what happened next? Oh, that's easy. After that, I got hungry. The room begins to waver again. <laughs> you feel like you're losing that connection again. Mm -hmm. Nim and Dis, you guys have just pulled that piece of paper off the door. And as you're kind of like, okay, we'll go check out the next room. As you, you know kind of clear the doorway again so that you can go around it. Nim, you notice on the other side of the door, that where you had previously been, something has etched into that door with acid or something like that anyway. Just one word. Hungry. I, I mentioned this to Dis in case he didn't see it. He certainly sees it now. <laughs> Was that there before? Uh, I don't think so. You can do a history check if you I'll wish. I'll do a history check. It's always possible you just missed it. 
Um, twenty. Nah, you you were you were the one that opened the door. There was definitely nothing written on the outside of that door. No, that that wasn't there when I opened it. The store is hungry. <laughs> the door is hungry. <laughs> well, it should be happy because I mean, when you go walk through it, doesn't that like eat us kind of thing? I think so. I mean, yeah, philosophically speaking. <laughs> Nim, when you say doesn't it just eat us? Like, or doesn't that mean it ate us? All of the vines in the area around you just vibrate ever so slightly for a moment. Let's keep moving. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Passion. (laughs) I mean, do you want to throw something at the vines? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Yeah, so you begin moving down the hallway. You get to the next door. Uh, Nothing written on it. Yeah. Just, you know, another door. Uh, open that door. Okay, Th- this one seems stuck. You kind of give it a oh. shove and it doesn't no, open. Oh, stand back. <laughs> stand back. I got this. I hope you break a leg. Ah, smart kick. <laughs> okay, okay. Go ahead, go ahead, let's do the athletics check. Oh god, he broke his leg. Two. <laughs> Roll a dexterity save. Oh, I got this. That's one. Uh, 29. Okay, so I mean, it's it's all about the good news and the bad news with this. So you you plant and you lift up your leg and you go to kick the door and you kick it as hard as you can, but it doesn't give like even an inch. And all of that momentum, you end up just pushing off the door. And because the only other thing holding you in place is another thin little stilt, you kick and go right over the railing. (laughs) Uh, Nim watches you flip not once, but twice. And then you stick the landing one floor below him. (laughs) Meant to do that. (laughs) All you hear from above is... Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I tried to go back up. Yeah. Uh, Dis, as you start moving back towards the staircase, all of the vines down at your feet begin wiggling and rumbling just the slightest bit, and you hear kind of like like a breeze blowing through the open windows. There's that soft kind of like sound, but in that sound, there's just a faint. <laughs> uh, and as Dis tries to clear his way back up the staircase, we'll end there for today. Oh, man. Look. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.